Act Five of Volpone. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Volpone, or the Fox, by Ben Jonson. Act Five, Scene One. A room in Volpone's house. Enter Volpone. Well, I am here, and all this brunt is past. I ne'er was in dislike with my disguise till this fled moment. Here twas good and private, but in your public. Cave whilst I breathe. For, God, my left leg began to have the cramp, and I apprehended straight some power had struck me with a dead palsy. Well, I must be merry and shake it off. A many of these fears would put me into some villainous disease should they come thick upon me. I'll prevent them. Give me a bowl of lusty wine to fright this humor from my heart. Drinks. Mm, mm, mm. Tis almost gone already. I shall conquer. Any device now of rare ingenious knavery that would possess me with a violent laughter would make me up again. Drinks again. So, 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 so. This heat is life. Tis blood by this time. Mosca! Enter Mosca. How now, sir? Does the day look clear again? Are we recovered and wrought out of error, into our way to see our path before us? Is our trade free once more? Exquisite Mosca! Was it not carried learnedly? And stoutly. Good wits are greatest in extremities. It were a folly beyond thought to trust any grand act unto a cowardly spirit. You were not taken within enough, methinks. Oh, more than if I had enjoyed the wench. The pleasure of all womankind's not like it. Why, now you speak, sir. We must here be fixed. Here we must rest. This is our masterpiece. We cannot think to go beyond this. True. Thou hast played thy prize, my precious Mosca. Nay, sir, to gull the court. And quite divert the torrent upon the innocent? Yes, and to make so rare a music out of discords. Right. That yet to me's the strangest how thou hast borne it, that these, being so divided amongst themselves, should not scent somewhat, or in me or thee, or doubt their own side. True, they will not see it. Too much light blinds them, I think. Each of them is so possessed and stuffed with his own hopes that anything under the contrary, never so true or never so apparent, never so palpable, they will resist it. Like a temptation of the devil! Right, sir. Merchants may talk of trade, and your great signors of land that yields well, but if Italy have any glebe more fruitful than these fellows, I am deceived. Did not your advocate rare? Oh! My most honoured fathers, my grave fathers, under correction of your fatherhoods, what face of truth is here, if these strange deeds may pass, most honoured fathers? <laughs> I had much ado to forbear laughing. It seemed to me you swept, sir. In troth, I did a little. But confess, sir, were you not daunted? In good faith, I was a little in a mist, but not dejected, never but still myself. I think it, sir. Now, so truth help me, I must needs say this, sir, and out of conscience for your advocate. He has taken pains, in faith, sir, and deserved in my poor judgment, I speak it under favour, not to contrary you, sir, very richly. Well, 
to be cozened. Troth, and I think so too, by that I heard him in the latter end. Oh, but before, sir, had you heard him first draw it to certain heads, then aggravate, then use his vehement figures, I looked still when he would shift a shirt, and doing this out of pure love, no hope of gain. Tis right. I cannot answer him, Mosca, as I would, not yet. But for thy sake, at thy entreaty, I will begin, even now, to vex them all this very instant. Good, sir. Call the dwarf and eunuch forth. Castrone, Nano. Enter Castrone and Nano. Here. Shall we have a jig now? What you please, sir. Go, straight give out about the streets, you two, that I am dead. Do it with constancy. Sadly, do you hear? Imputed to the grief of this late slander. Exeunt Castrone and Nano. What do you mean, sir? Oh, I shall have instantly my vulture, crow, raven come flying hither on the news to peck for carrion, my she-wolf and all, greedy and full of expectation. And then to have it ravished from their mouths. Tis true. I will have thee put on a gown and take upon thee as thou wert mine heir. Shew them a will. Open that chest and reach forth one of those that has the blanks. I'll straight put in thy name. Mosca gives him a paper. It will be rare, sir. Aye, when they even gape and find themselves deluded. Yes. And thou use them scurvily. Dispatch, get on thy gown. Mosca putting on a gown. But what, sir, if they ask after the body? Say it was corrupted. I'll say it stunk, sir, and was fain to have it coffined up instantly and sent away. Anything, what thou wilt. Hold, here's my will. Get thee a cap, a count-book, pen and ink, papers afore thee. Sit as thou wert taking an inventory of parcels. I'll get up behind the curtain on a stool and hearken. Sometime peep over, see how they do look, with what degrees their blood doth leave their faces. <laughs> oh, twill afford me a rare meal of laughter. Mosca, putting on a cap and setting out the table, etc. Your advocate will turn stark dull upon it. It will take off his oratory's edge. But your clarissimo, old round-back, he will crump you like a hoglouse with the touch. And what Corvino? Oh, sir, look for him to-morrow morning with a rope and dagger to visit all the streets. He must run mad. My lady, too, that came into the court to bear false witness for your worship. Yes, and kissed me for the fathers, when my face flowed all with oils. And sweat, sir. Why, your gold is such another medicine, it dries up all those offensive savours. It transforms the most deformed and restores them lovely, as t'were the strange poetical girdle. Jove could not invent to himself a shroud more subtle to pass Acrisius's guards. It is the thing makes all the world her grace, her youth, her beauty. I think she loves me. Who? The lady, sir? She's jealous of you. Dost thou say so? Knocking within. Hark, there's some already. Look. It is the vulture. He has the quickest scent. I'll to my place, thou to thy posture. Goes behind the curtain. I am set. But, Mosca, play the artificer now. Torture them rarely. Enter Voltore. How now, my Mosca? Mosca, writing. Turkey carpets, nine. Taking an inventory. That is well.
two suits of bedding tissue where's the will let me read that the while enter servants with corbaccio in a chair so set me down and get you home exeunt servants is he come now to trouble us of cloth of gold two more is it done mosca of several velvets eight i like his care dost thou not hear enter corvino huh is the hour come mosca volpone peeping over the curtain ay now they muster what does this advocate here or this corbaccio what do these here enter lady politic would be mosca is his thread spun eight chests of linen oh my fine dame would be too mosca the will that i may show it these and rid them hence six chests of diaper four of damask there gives them the will carelessly over his shoulder is that the will down beds and bolsters rare be busy still now they begin to flutter they never think of me look see 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 how their swift eyes run over the long deed unto the name and to the legacies what is bequeathed them there ten suits of hangings ay in their garters mosca now their hopes are at the gasp mosca the heir what's that my advocate is dumb look to my merchant he has heard of some strange storm a ship is lost he faints my lady will swoon old glazen eyes he hath not reached his despair yet corbaccio takes the will all these are out of hope i am sure the man but mosca two cabinets is this in earnest one of ebony or do you but delude me the other mother of pearl i am very busy good faith it is a fortune thrown upon me item one salt of agate not my seeking do you hear sir a perfumed box pray you forbear you see i'm troubled made of an onyx how to-morrow or next day i shall be at leisure to talk with you all is this my large hope's issue sir i must have a fairer answer madam marry and shall pray you fairly quit my house nay raise no tempest with your looks but hark you remember what your ladyship offered me to put you in an air go to think on it and what you said he and your best madams did for maintenance and why not you enough go home and use the poor sir paul your knight well for fear i tell some riddles go be melancholy exit lady woodby oh my fine devil mosca pray you a word lord will you not take your dispatch hence yet methinks of all you should have been the example why should you stay here with what thought what promise hear you do not you know i know you an ass and that you would most fain have been a whittle if fortune would have let you that you are a declared cuckold on good terms this pearl you'll say was yours right this diamond i'll not deny it 
but thank you. Much here else, it may be so. Why think that these good works may help to hide your bad? I'll not betray you, although you be but extraordinary, and have it only in title it sufficeth. Go home, be melancholy too, or mad. Exit Corvino. Rare Mosca! How his villainy becomes him! Certain he doth delude all these for me. Mosca the heir? Oh, his four eyes have found it. I am cousined, cheated by a parasite slave. Harlot, thou hast gulled me. Yes, sir, stoop your mouth, or I shall draw the only tooth is left. Are not you he, that filthy, covetous wretch, with the three legs, that here in hope of prey have any time this three years snuffed about with your most grovelling nose, and would have hired me to the poisoning of my patron, sir? Are not you he that have to-day in court professed the disinheriting of your son, perjured yourself? Go home, and die, and stink. If you but croak a syllable it all comes out. Away, and call your porters. Exit Corbaccio. Go, go stink excellent varlet now my faithful mosca i find thy constancy sir sincere mosca writing the table of porphyry i mar you'll be thus troublesome nay leave off now they're gone why who are you what who did send for you Oh, cry you mercy, reverend sir, good faith, I am grieved for you, that any chance of mine should thus defeat your, I must needs say, most deserving travails. But I protest, sir, it was cast upon me, and I could almost wish to be without it, but that the will of the dead must be observed. Marry, my joy is that you need it not. You have a gift, sir, thank your education, will never let you want, or there are men and malice to breed causes. Would I had but half the like for all my fortune, sir. If I have any suits, as I do hope, things being so easy and direct, I shall not, I will make bold with your obstreperous aid. Conceive me, for your fee, sir. In meantime, you that have so much law, I know have the conscience not to be covetous of what is mine. Good sir, I thank you for my plate. T'will help to set up a young man. Good faith, you look as you were costive. Best go home and purge, sir. Exit Voltore. Volpone comes from behind the curtain. Bid him eat lettuce well. <laughs> My witty mischief, let me embrace thee. Oh, that I could now transform thee to a Venus. Mosca, go, straight take my habit of clarissimo, and walk the streets. Be seen, torment the more. We must pursue as well as plot. Who would have lost this feast? I doubt it will lose them. Oh, my recovery shall recover all. That I could now but think on some disguise to meet them in and ask them questions, how I would vex them still at every turn. Sir, I can fit you. Canst thou? Yes, I know one of the commandadori, sir, so like you. Him will I straight make drunk and bring you his habit. A rare disguise and answering thy brain. Oh, I will be a sharp disease unto them. Sir, you must look for curses. Till they burst. The fox fares ever best when he is cursed. 
Exeunt. Scene two. A hall in Sir Politics' house. Enter Peregrine disguised and three merchants. Am I enough disguised? I warrant you. All my ambition is to fright him only. If you could ship him away, twere excellent. To Zant or to Aleppo? Yes, and have his adventures put in the book of voyages, and his gold story registered for truth. Well, gentlemen, when I am in a while, and that you think us warm in our discourse, know your approaches. Trust it to our care. Exeunt merchants. Enter waiting woman. Save you, fair lady, is Sir Paul within? I do not know, sir. Pray you say unto him, here is a merchant upon earnest business desires to speak with him. I will see, sir. Exit. Pray you. I see the family is all female here. Re-enter waiting woman. He says, sir, he has weighty affairs of state that now require him whole. Some other time you may possess him. Pray you say again, if those require him whole, these will exact him whereof I bring him tidings. Exit woman. What might be his grave affair of state now? How to make Bolognian sausages here in Venice, sparing one of the ingredients? Re-enter waiting woman. Sir, he says he knows by your word tidings that you are no statesman, and therefore wills you to stay. Sweet, pray you return him. I have not read so many proclamations and studied them for words as he has done, but here he deigns to come. Exit woman. Enter Sir Politic. Sir, I must crave your courteous pardon. There hath chanced to-day unkind disaster twixt my lady and me, and I was penning my apology to give her satisfaction, as you came now. Sir, I am grieved I bring you worse disaster. The gentleman you met at the port to-day that told you he has newly arrived. I was a fugitive punk? No, sir, a spy set on you. And he has made relation to the Senate that you professed to him to have a plot to sell the state of Venice to the Turk. Oh, me! For which warrants are signed by this time to apprehend you and to search your study for papers. Alas, sir! I have none, but notes drawn out of playbooks. All the better, sir. And some essays. What shall I do? Sir, best convey yourself into a sugar-chest, or if you could lie round, a frail were rare, and I could send you aboard. Sir, I but talk so for discourse sake merely. Knocking within. Hark, they are there. I am a wretch, a wretch. What will you do, sir? Have you ne'er a current but to leap into? They'll put you to the rack. You must be sudden. Sir, I have an engine. Third merchant within. Sir Politic would be. Second merchant within. Where is he? That I have thought upon before time. What is it? I shall ne'er endure the torture. Mary it is, sir, of a tortoise shell, fitted for these extremities. Pray you, sir, help me. Here I've a place, sir, to put back my legs. Please you to lie down, sir. Lies down while Peregrine places the shell upon him. With this cap and my black gloves, I'll lie, sir, like a tortoise, till they are gone. And you call this an engine? Mine own device. Good sir, bid my wife's woman to burn my papers. Exit Peregrine. The three merchants rush in. Where is he hid? 
We must, and will sure find him. Which is his study? Re-enter Peregrine. What are you, sir? I am a merchant that came here to look upon this tortoise. How? St. Mark, what beast is this? It is a fish. Come out here. Nay, you may strike him, sir, and tread upon him. He'll bear a cart. What? To run over him? Yes, sir. Let's jump upon him. Can he not go? He creeps, sir. Let's see him creep. No good, sir. You will hurt him. Hart, I will see him creep or prick his guts. Come out here. Pray you, sir. Aside to Sir Politic. Creep a little. Forth. Yet farther. Good, sir. Creep. We'll see his legs. They pull off the shell and discover him. Odd so, he has garters. Aye, and gloves. Is this your fearful tortoise? Peregrine, discovering himself. Now, Sir Paul, we are even. For your next project I shall be prepared. I am sorry for the funeral of your note, sir. Twere a rare motion to be seen in Fleet Street. I in the term. Or Smithfield in the fair. Methinks tis but a melancholy sight. Farewell, most politic tortoise. Exeunt Peregrine and Merchants. Re-enter Waiting Woman. Where's my lady? Knows she of this? I know not, sir. Enquire. Oh, I shall be the fable of all feasts, the freight of the Gazetti, shipboy's tale, and, which is worst, even talk for ordinaries. My lady's come most melancholy home, and says, sir, she will straight to sea for physic. And I to shun this place and climb for ever, creeping with house on back, and think it well to shrink my poor head in my politic shell. Exeunt. Scene three. A room in Volpone's house. Enter Mosca in the habit of a clarissimo, and Volpone in that of a commandadore. Am I then like him? Oh, sir, you are he. No man can sever you. Good. But what am I? For heaven, a brave clarissimo. Thou becom'st it. Pity thou wert not born one. Mosca, aside. If I hold my maid one, twill be well. I'll go and see what news first at the court. Exit. Do so. My fox is out of his hole, and ere he shall re-enter, I'll make him languish in his borrowed case, except he come to composition with me. Andragino, Castrone, Nano. Enter Andragino, Castrone, and Nano. Here. Here. Go. Recreate yourselves abroad. Go sport. Exeunt. So. Now I have the keys, and am possessed. Since he will needs be dead for his time, I'll bury him, or gain by him. I am his heir, and so will keep me, till he share at least. To cousin him of all were but a cheat well placed. No man would construe it a sin. Let his sport pay for it. This is called the fox-trap. Exit. Scene 4 a street. Enter Corbaccio and Corvino. They say the court is set. We must maintain our first tale good for both our reputations. Why, mine's no tale. My son would there have killed me. 
That's true, I had forgot. Aside. Mine is, I am sure. But for your will, sir. Aye, I'll come upon him for that hereafter. Now his patron's dead. Enter Volpone. Signor Corvino and Corbaccio, sir, much joy unto you. Of what? The sudden good dropped down upon you. Where? And none knows how, from old Volpone, sir. Out, arrant knave. Let not your too much wealth, sir, make you furious. Away, thou varlet. Why, sir? Dost thou mock me? You mock the world, sir. Did you not change wills? Out, harlot. Oh, belike you are the man, Signor Corvino. Faith, you carry it well. You grow not mad withal. I love your spirit. You are not over-leavened with your fortune. You should have some would swell now, like a wine-fat with such an autumn. Did he give you all, sir? Avoid, you rascal. Troth. Your wife has shewn herself a very woman, but you are well, you need not care. You have a good estate to bear it out, sir, better by this chance, except Corbaccio have a share. Hence, Valet. You will not be acknown, sir, why tis wise. Thus do all gamesters at all games dissemble. No man will seem to win. Exeunt Corvino and Corbaccio. Here comes my vulture, heaving his beak up in the air and snuffing. Enter Voltore. Outstripped thus by a parasite. A slave would run on errands and make legs for crumbs. Well, what I'll do? The court stays for your worship. I e'en rejoice, sir, at your worship's happiness, and that it fell into so learned hands that understand the fingering... What do you mean? I mean to be a suitor to your worship for the small tenement out of reparations that to the end of your long row of houses by the Pescaria. It was, in Volpone's time, your predecessor, ere he grew diseased, a handsome, pretty, customed body-house, as was any in Venice none dispraised, but fell with him, his body and that house decayed together. Come, sir, leave your prating. Why, if your worship give me but your hand, that I may have the refusal I have done. Tis a mere toy to you, sir, candle-rents, as your learned worship knows. What do I know? Mary, no end of your wealth, sir, God decrease it. Mistaking knave, what mockst thou my misfortune? Exit. His blessing on your heart, sir, would twere more. Now to my first again. At the next corner. Exit. Scene five. Another part of the street. Enter Corbaccio and Corvino. Mosca passes over the stage before them. See, in our habit. See the impudent varlet. That I could shoot mine eyes at him like gunstones. Enter Volpone. But is this true, sir, of the parasite? Again to afflict us. Monster. In good faith, sir, I'm heartily grieved a beard of your grave length should be so overreached. I never brooked that parasite's hair. Methought his nose should cousin. There was still somewhat in his look did promise the bane of a clarissimo. Knave! 
Methinks yet you that are so traded in the world, a witty merchant, the fine bird Corvino, that have such moral emblems on your name, should not have sung your shame, and dropped your cheese to let the fox laugh at your emptiness. Sirrah, you think the privilege of the place and your red saucy cap that seems to me nailed to your jolthead with those two chickens can warrant your abuses. Come you hither. You shall perceive, sir, I dare beat you. Approach. No haste, sir, I do know your valour well, since you durst publish what you are, sir. Tarry, I'd speak with you. Sir, sir, another time. Nay, now. Oh, Lord, sir, I were a wise man would stand the fury of a distracted cuckold. As he is running off, re-enter Mosca. What? Come again? Upon a Mosca, save me. The air's infected where he breathes. Let's fly him. Exeunt Corvino and Corbaccio. Excellent basilisk. Turn upon the vulture. Enter Voltore. Well, flesh fly, it is summer with you now. Your winter will come on. Good advocate, prithee not rail, nor threaten out of place thus. Thou'lt make a solecism, as madam says. Get you a big in more, your brain breaks loose. Exit. Well, sir. Would you have me beat the insolent slave, throw dirt upon his first good clothes? This same is doubtless some familiar. Sir, the court in troth stays for you. I am mad a mule that never read Justinian should get up and ride an advocate. Had you no quirk to avoid gullage, sir, by such a creature? I hope you do but jest. He has not done it. Tis but confederacy to blind the rest. You are the heir. A strange, officious, troublesome knave, thou dost torment me. I know. It cannot be, sir, that you should be cozened. Tis not within the wit of man to do it. You are so wise, so prudent, and tis fit that wealth and wisdom still should go together. Exeunt. Scene 6. The Scrutineo, or Senate House. Enter Avocatori, Notario, Bonario, Celia, Corbaccio, Corvino, Commandadori, Safi, etc. Are all the parties here? All but the advocate. And here he comes. Enter Voltore and Volpone. Then bring them forth to sentence. Oh, my most honoured fathers, let your mercy once win upon your justice to forgive. I am distracted. Volpone, aside. What will he do now? Oh, I know not which to address myself to first, whether your fatherhoods or these innocents. Corvino, aside. Will he betray himself? Whom equally I have abused, out of most covetous ends. The man is mad. What's that? He is possessed. For which, now struck in conscience, here... I prostrate myself at your offended feet for pardon. Arise. Oh, heaven, how just thou art. Volpone, aside. I am caught in mine own noose. Corvino, to Corbaccio. Be constant, sir. Nought now can help but impudence. Speak forward. Silence. It is not passion in me, reverend fathers, but only conscience. Conscience, my good sires, that makes me now tell truth. That 
parasite that knave hath been the instrument of all where is that knave fetch him i go exit grave fathers this man's distracted he confessed it now for hoping to be old volpone's heir who is now dead how is volpone dead dead since grave fathers oh sure vengeance stay then he was no deceiver oh no none the parasite grave fathers he does speak out of mere envy cause the servants made the thing he gaped for please your fatherhoods this is the truth though i'll not justify the other but he may be some deal faulty ay to your hopes as well as mine corvino but i'll use modesty pleaseth your wisdoms to view these certain notes and but confer them as i hope favour they shall speak clear truth the devil has entered him or bides in you we have done ill by a public officer to send for him if he be here for whom him that they call the parasite tis true he is a man of great estate now left go you and learn his name and say the court entreats his presence here but to the clearing of some few doubts exit notary this same's a labyrinth stand you unto your first report my state my life my fame where is it are at the stake is yours too the advocate's a knave and has a forked tongue speak to the point so is the parasite too this is confusion i do beseech your fatherhood's read but those giving them the papers and credit nothing the false spirit hath writ it cannot be but he's possessed grave fathers the scene closes scene seven a street enter volpone to make a snare for mine own neck and run my head into it willfully with laughter when i had newly scaped was free and clear out of mere wantonness oh the dull devil was in this brain of mine when i devised it and mosca gave it second he must now help to sear up this vein or we bleed dead Enter Nano, Androgyno, and Castrone. How now? Who let you loose? Whither go you now? What, to buy gingerbread, or to drown kitlings? Sir, Master Mosca called us out of doors, and bid us all go play, and took the keys. Yes. Did Master Mosca take the keys? Why so? I'm farther in. These are my fine conceits. I must be merry with a mischief to me. What a vile wretch was I, that could not bear my fortune soberly! I must have my crotchets and my conundrums. Well, go you and seek him. His meaning may be truer than my fear. Bid him he straight come to me to the court. Thither will I, and if it be possible, unscrew my advocate upon new hopes. When I provoked him, then I lost myself. Exeunt. Scene 8. The Scrutineo, or Senate House. Avocatori, Bonario, Celia, Corbaccio, Corvino, Commandadori, Safi, etc., as before. These things can ne'er be reconciled. He here, showing the papers, professeth that the gentleman was wronged, and that the gentlewoman was brought thither, forced by her husband, and there left. Most true. How ready is heaven to those that pray! 
but that volpinet should have ravished her he holds utterly false knowing his impotence grave fathers he's possessed again i say possessed nay if there be possession and obsession he has both here comes our officer enter volpone the parasite will straight be here grave fathers you might invent some other name sir Vorlet. did not the notary meet him not that i know his coming will clear all yet it is misty may it please your fatherhoods volpone whispers to voltore sir the parasite willed me to tell you that his master lives that you are still the man your hopes the same and this was only a jest how sir to try if you were firm and how you stood affected ah sure he lives do i live sir oh me i was too violent sir you may redeem it they said you were possessed fall down and seem so i'll help to make it good voltore falls god bless the man stop your wind hard and swell see 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 he vomits crooked pins his eyes are set like a dead hare's hung in a poulter's shop his mouth's running away do you see senor now it is in his belly ay the devil now in his throat ay i perceive it plain twill out twill out stand clear see where it flies in shape of a blue toad with a bat's wings do you not see it sir what i think i do tis too manifest look he comes to himself where am i take good heart the worst is past sir you are dispossessed what accident is this sudden and full of wonder if he were possessed as it appears all this is nothing he has been often subject to these fits shew him that writing do you know it sir volpone whispers to voltore deny it sir forswear it know it not yes i do know it well it is my hand but all that it contains is false oh practice what maze is this is he not guilty then whom you there name the parasite grave fathers no more than his good patron old volpone why he is dead oh no my honoured fathers he lives how lives lives this is subtler yet you said he was dead never you said so i heard so here comes the gentleman make him way enter mosca a stool fourth avocatore aside a proper man and verbolponated a fit match for my daughter give him way volpone aside to mosca mosca i was almost lost the advocate had betrayed all but now it is recovered all's on the hinge again say i am living what busy knave is this most reverend fathers i sooner had attended your grave pleasures but that my order for the funeral of my dear patron did require me volpone aside mosca whom i intend to bury like a gentleman volpone aside i quick and cousin me of all still stranger more intricate and come about again fourth avocatore 
aside it is a match my daughter is bestowed mosca aside to volpone will you give me half first i'll be hanged i know your voice is good cry not so loud demand the advocate sir did you not affirm volpone was alive yes and he is this gentleman told me so aside to mosca thou shalt have half whose drunkard is this same speak some that know him i never saw his face aside to volpone i cannot now afford it you so cheap no what say you the officer told me i did grave fathers and will maintain he lives with mine own life and that this creature points to mosca told me aside i was born with all good stars my enemies most grave fathers if such an insolence as this must pass upon me i am silent twas not this for which you sent i hope take him away mosca let him be whipped wilt thou betray me cousin me and taught to bear himself toward a person of his rank Avi. the officer sees volpone i humbly thank your fatherhoods volpone aside soft soft whipped and lose all that i have if i confess it cannot be much more sir are you married they will be allied anon i must be resolute the fox shall here uncase throws off his disguise patron nay now my ruin shall not come alone your match i'll hinder sure my substance shall not glue you nor screw you into a family why patron i am volpone and this is my knave pointing to mosca this to voltore his own knave this to corbaccio avarice's fool this to corvino a chimera of withal fool and knave and reverend fathers since we all can hope naught but a sentence let's not now despair it you hear me brief may it please your fatherhoods silence the knot is now undone by miracle nothing can be more clear or can more prove these innocent give them their liberty heaven could not long let such gross crimes be hid if this be held the highway to get riches may i be poor this is not the gain but torment these possess wealth as sick men possess fevers which trulier may be said to possess them disrobe that parasite most, most honoured, honoured fathers. fathers can you plead aught to stay the course of justice if you can speak we beg favour and mercy you hurt your innocence suing for the guilty stand forth and first the parasite you appear to have been the chiefest minister if not plotter in all these lewd impostures and now lastly have with your impudence abused the court in habit of a gentleman of venice being a fellow of no birth or blood for which our sentence is first thou be whipped then live perpetual prisoner in our galleys i thank you for him vain to thy wolvish nature deliver him to the saffy mosca is carried out thou volfone by blood and rank a gentleman 
canst not fall under like censure but our judgment on thee is that thy substance be all straight confiscate to the hospital of the incurably and since the most was gotten by imposture by feigning lame gout palsy and such diseases thou art to lie in prison cramped with irons until thou be a sick and lame indeed remove him he is taken from the bar this is called mortifying of a fox thou volture to take away the scandal thou hast given all worthy men of thy profession art banished from their fellowship and our state corbacchio bring him near we here possess thy son of all thy estate and confine thee to the monastery of san spirito where since thou knewest not how to live well here thou shalt be learned to die well ah what said he you shall know anon sir thou corvino shalt be straight embarked from thine own house and rowed round about venice through the grand canal wearing a cap with fair long ass's ears instead of horns and so to mount a paper pinned on thy breast to the berlina yes and have mine eyes beat out with stinking fish bruised fruit and rotten eggs tis well i'm glad i shall not see my shame yet and to excapate thy wrongs done to thy wife thou art to send her home to her father with her dowry troubled these are all our judgments honoured fathers which may not be revoked now you begin when crimes are done and past and to be punished to think what your crimes are away with them let all that see these vices thus rewarded take heart and love to study em mischiefs feed like beasts till they are fat and then they bleed exeunt volpone comes forward the seasoning of a play is the applause now though the fox be punished by the laws he yet doth hope there is no suffering due for any fact which he hath done gainst you if there be censure him here he doubtful stands if not fare jovially and clap your hands exit end of act five end of volpone or the fox by ben jonson